All right, this is Killjoy, and my ho- I'm your host on the Digital Wild West. This is podcast number one. This is my son. His name is Psycho Comics. Is that right? My online handle. Yeah. Where'd, where'd you get Psycho Comics? I was uh, trying to think of think up a funny... That's something, two words that go really well together. Originally, it was going to be Psychonomics, but then it was taken on Steam. And then comics rolled off the tongue just the same. And then I tried to do a YouTube channel where I drew comics, but I only drew one comic, and I ended it. <laughs> you gave up? Mm-hmm. So you just had, is that the biggest problem right now? That's like the biggest dilemma in games, is trying to find a, a good name. A good user tag, yeah. I mean, I feel like the first people in get to put all the cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you bump into like happy guy. Or what was yeah. your what was your name he used? The Killer Cow eighteen. The Killer oh, Cow no. no, there was uh no. what was like super happy fun guy? What'd you Oh cool guy McGee. Cool. I still use him on all my RPG stuff. If you yeah. bump into Cool Guy McGee, you'll mm-hmm. know who you're talking about. I have Cool Guy McGee and then my second account is Cool Bro McGee. Cool Bro McGee. <laughs> so we are gonna talk a little bit about Kids maybe growing up with technology now. Full disclosure, I worked for a video game company for years, from your whole life, really, mm-hmm. from the time when you were the youngest kid. What do you remember being the first games you used to play? PS2 level stuff. Is there one PS... game that sort of stands in there as like, this was it? The very first one very first ones I can remember are Shadow of the Colossus, Sly Cooper, and then like Mario Kart on the Game Boy Advance. And what would you like, like about, what what got you as a kid? I mean, those are, Shadow of the Colossus is pretty, I don't want to say adult, but it's pretty large it's game. Its themes are mature. Its themes are mature. It's got a little bit more deeper meaning behind what you're doing. Is that what mature rating means? Deeper meaning? What is it, when you see mature on the back, like that's I'm not shopping. what people are thinking when they when you pick up Shadow of the Colossus, they're thinking monster killing. They don't think no one thinks of it when they pick up a mature game and they're like it's mature for the reason of the story being deep on how like you're unlocking by killing each colossus each colossi you're killing some random beast that doesn't need to be killed and then by the end of it you've killed all these monsters and now you become a demon that they don't the when people think of a mature game they think of blood and gore and swearing is yeah <laughs> they don't they don't think of serious. they don't think of that's not what i think when i see mature on there it means you're going to see some stuff as a kid you shouldn't see no. yeah well i don't i think shadow of the Colossus is like teen rated so i don't think it was that bad were you a teenager when you played shadow of the Colossus? no but I think Wrong I thought it was super cool. <laughs> I thought it was cooler than Zelda. That's for sure. It's cooler than Zelda. It was cooler than Zelda. So when you were asking me to play Grand Theft Auto, hmm. were you like, there's a serious plot in Grand Theft Auto? That, that wasn't the reason why I wanted to play GTA Five. Why did you want to play GTA Five? Because it's... At least uh-huh. you waited till 5. I think you were around yeah. when 3 was out there. Three was out there when I was like eight, seven. But uh, well, the weird thing that happened with five was that I watched when it first came out. The reason why I wanted to play it was because of all it, just all the dumb shenanigans people post on it, where they just show 
you driving around an open world and then you like drive into your friend on top of a mountain or you got all go skydiving in a place that's what i wanted to do but now when i got to it when i was about to go into college i realized that this is all boring you can't really do anything in the game it's really just like <laughs> that was the only things was like messing around and making friends there's no missions or all the missions were very <laughs> bare bones okay when oh. when i jumped into vice city the first time mm-hmm. i just got a a truck and drove over hookers like for like 30 minutes mm-hmm. and i was like i probably shouldn't let my kids play this <laughs> you never did that in the game you could see that my son's a better man than, than I am. <laughs> I I didn't even get to play. I didn't even play that much. If I hyped it up so much, and I realized that I've pretty much seen all of it already on YouTube, and none of the fun stuff is left. All the fun stuff was like the one thing I remember that reason. Like I really wanted to play the game. There was like in the tr- in the multiplayer. There's like a train that goes around the map, and it will never. You can't stop the train. I remember seeing all these videos and people like how to stop the train, the secret to stopping the train. And then what they do is like they'd get like a big monster truck and back it up against a wall. And then the wall would stop the monster truck from moving. And this is a this is the train will never stop moving. It's programmed to not. So you put them up against each other and they would just like shoot up into the sky. And that was what was fun. But that was like a one time gag. And that wasn't even intended by the game developers <laughs> at all. That's the most stuff is finding stuff that game developers never intended. Mm-hmm. So, how do you think uh, YouTube has changed video games? Like, my my frustration, well, I guess, in playing games, there's a big part of exploring how to play these games. Shadow of the Colossus, you're, remember we used to ride around forever, right, trying to find <laughs> the Colossi, or just finding how to destroy these Colossi. Mm-hmm. And I remember, and I think I reminded you of this, you seem to have blacked it out of your memory, but... You wanted the Harry Potter game for Christmas, and not the Lego one. I don't think, no, it was not the Lego one, but it was uh, it was one of the was Ever it the Connect one? I can't remember. It must oh. have been somewhere in the two thousand five ish era, somewhere in there before I before I even watched the show. Probably yeah, because you had access to the YouTube. It's just another topic. Huh. So you watched. You watched the entire game on YouTube, and you were you were like, I, I really want to play this game. <laughs> and then I bought it for you, and within like an hour, you were like, I, I, I completed it. Because you watched all the secrets. Like, hmm. how do you see games have changed from, you know, before YouTube until uh, now that you have YouTube? How do you think they've changed making games, knowing that if they just make this linear story... You know, you're you're not gonna. No secrets will be left for the person playing the game. I mean, I think what it, what I was doing was dumb. Was was watching complete let's plays. Now all I do is will look up a review that will show like five minutes and just like this is what the game is, and you could get a good inference on what what the game's gonna be about. Watching a complete let's plays, and then buying the game is a little bit big of a little bit of a bummer, unless it's something completely off the wall and it will be a different every time you play it, but that's rare. But I, I think when a kid goes on to watch like, uh, I don't know, Red Dead Redemption two, let's play. And then he buys the game after there. You, it's different in the sense when I was a kid, when I would just pick up a random game and start playing out, I would have no idea, but it's, it's also more of a confirming thing for the kid to be like, I know what I'm getting into. I don't know. It's like a, 
back when I was a kid, you the the best I could get was going into GameStop and putting in a Game Boy Advance game and then playing for a little bit. That was all I could get was the knowledge of what game I was buying. I think it just boils down to the now nowadays kids have more options to figure out what they're buying. Does it take away from the fact that it's a new experience? Yeah. But it's it's giving like a warning to what you're buying. I think kids know like I have a limited amount of money and I don't know what I'm going to spend it on and I'm not going to get another I don't get a paychecks. Yeah. I basically you got to wait for Christmas. Yeah, you got to wait for money Christmas. So that was like a big reason why I would do it cuz I had to section out my money so much. If I didn't know what I was <laughs> buying completely, then I'd be bummed about it. <laughs> so funny thing is, you as a kid had like every console being that dad worked for for PlayStation. Yeah, funny story. We used to get all the games for free, so we just have racks and racks of games. And uh, most of the games we'd buy you. Like I would have racks of games we'd take down to GameStop, and we'd just exchange. You remember going in and we'd exchange like. I don't remember getting the money from it. You, know, you got all the games from it. <laughs> Maybe that's not what it was. No. We'd go down there with like, you know. 50 games that I had just laying around. No, I don't and remember that. We'd trade them all in, and then we'd just buy you, you know. We'd re-up on new stuff. Hmm. I think they'd hate it when we'd walk in the door because we'd have so many games. We'd ruin the economy of GameStop. We would. <laughs> there was there was a guy um, who I will not mention who we'd go to his office and visit. He had every single game that uh, Sony, basically every game that was made, was sent to him. This was everything around the world. His his house looked like something from a Harry Potter, or, his, or not his house, but his office, which is stacks of games. Mm-hmm. And I go in there to meet with him, and he was like, oh, do you want to take some games? And I picked up two, and he's like, no, no, like, as many as you want. Like, <laughs> take them off the wall. <laughs> so I, gra- I must have grabbed, like, 30, and he was like, that's it? Like, here's another bag, you know, like, take take more of these things. They're mostly crazy Japanese imports, which you probably would love now. But, no, I uh, would. You couldn't get me to play Katamari when I was a kid. That's I true. thought it was too weird. You hated Katamari. That's the one I couldn't talk you into. Do you, what do you do? You still think you like the same games as an adult? Well, almost an adult <laughs> as you did as a kid. Like platformer stuff, like Sly Cooper, Jack and Daxter, Ratchet and Clank. Would I like that stuff now if they started making? Yeah, those like games? if you just found that game now. I thought of, I always I thought about that because I go back and I'll play like a PS2 game like. The couple months ago, I went back and replayed Kingdom Hearts one and two, PS two platformers in like twenty nineteen, and it, I could feel the datedness of it, and how much it was when I'd be playing the game, and there were so many times where I'd just be like, I don't know where I'm going, because usually nowadays gamers they're like, we have a mini map, and then we have a checkpoint, and then a, something to get you where you're supposed to go. Back then, it was like, it, it was very. Figure it out. Uh, no. Yeah, you you, yeah. you didn't have a YouTube video no. to watch. No. <laughs> Show me how to pass level seven. But if they did, I go back and I'll play like Jack and Dax or Rach, Ratchet and Clank or Sly Cooper, and I can't sit down and play it for as much as I did as a kid. I don't know if that's because I've gone accustomed to it or I just know exactly what's going to happen. Or if I've just gone older and I did different kinds of... Enjoy different genres. Like, what's funny, know. like, with Atari, like, these, a lot of the games that I was on mm-hmm. when when I was that age, they're, they're fun. You know, there's only a few things really in Atari that I go back to and I think I could play. 
I think Dodge him. Play anything from Atari. Dodge him is in it. Well, Adventure, which have you played through Adventure? You did play through Adventure, right? I just right? watched the YouTube. Video. You watched the YouTube. I just watched the YouTube video that said first Easter egg, and that's all I know about it. See, I figured it out. I you figured a, out the Easter egg. Yeah, well, that was you like, went back and took the one pixel right back to the start. It, well, we had to learn. We heard the rumors, you know, rumors. These things were out there, but we there was no. You heard this like on the playground. These things mm-hmm. were possible. And we would just, we took the little gate thing in there. We walked every single wall, everywhere in the entire thing. We just roamed and roamed and roamed until you heard the blip. It was, yeah, it was, it was Ready Player One in, in our era. <laughs> but yeah, that game, but you go back now, like, that's one of the few games, if you want to talk about depth in a game that's there, um, but there's not a lot left there. But I go back and I can only play those for a couple minutes. It's not like there's some. You can go back and play adventure and still be like entertained by what you're by what you're taking. Probably not, but mm-hmm. I could make that's one that had depth. Very few had depth. You mm-hmm. know, it was usually Space Invaders or some. You know, there was the one, classic ones. Yeah, ones yeah. that stand the test of time are still being talked about today. Yeah, yeah, which is like you know, like catch app games or single mechanic mm-hmm. stuff. That was pretty much like the how best. people are still playing Tetris in 2019 because it's such a classic concept. It was. Yeah, well, Tetris had another level of brilliance. So, um, so you would go back and play Sly Cooper. I think I would go back and Sly. I think some of those games do hold up. Um, so now, uh, you now VR is a big thing, right? So, what? There's a new game you're playing right now. You've been in there a while. VR chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you? What's? Tell us about VR chat. What happens in VR chat? Try and describe oh. what happens in VR chat. It's, it's the, it's the first incarnation of the idea of Ready Player One. Is the best way to describe it. If you've seen Ready Player One, it's the first version of that. But what does that mean for Which, the people out there that don't? It means a fully. It means a game specifically built for. Basic communicating with other people and just talking. There is no built-in feature of the game that you play for gameplay. It is all depicted by the creators playing the game. So it's basically a foundation, and all the other players build their stuff in it. And when you say build, like Minecraft, I mean in like Unity and Maya and Unreal. Like so Unity and Maya stuff. are actual game technology. Yeah, so actual this- game engines. So people will build what they want to do and then you join a world and then you basically there's other people in the world other real people and they can play as whatever avatar they want they can be spongebob they can be so there's people in there with like, there's branded, real people like mm-hmm. are they like there's real brand every time i go i well, i haven't been in there once mm-hmm. or twice but there seems like there's no like copyright laws in there like people are char- anime yeah. characters and robots and you know rick I and did, morty it's yeah. like I think that just has to do with because it's so low key. No one knows about it. No one knows. No one knows what's going on in VR chat. It's such a. I think it's got a consistency of like a thousand players right now. So. It's it's just in that place. It's in that awkward area where people can't copy. Do people stuff. talk about that kid in there that had the seizures yet at all? Have you heard from that kid? People joke about it. They joke about the kid. With the people the in VR chat are like, they don't. You see. It's because in VR, VR chat is this very specific place where 
there is no governing law over what you can say. It's kind of a wild it's thing. It's really it? weird. There's no country saying, there's no hate speech. Well, I mean, they say, there's the rules of ter- service where they say, like, don't say, the, don't say the N-word, don't say the bad words, be respectful and all that stuff. And you can get kicked if you, if you start being who, annoying. Who kicks you? Who kicks you There's out? admins and moderators. And if, there, if a, there's, like, community things where if I click on, I want to, you can block people or you can vote to kick everyone, that yeah. one person out of the room. So there is, like, the people in the room can enact or it enact on it and then like do all that stuff. But plus, there I guess they're like there's all real people, right? Yeah, so it's you, all you act real like people. a jerk. Everyone's gonna yeah. be like, get out of here. So it really doesn't happen that often. You can unless you're in like a private room and with all the people you know, anything can be said. And yeah, in that case, yeah, it's just a private domain governed by whoever's in the room. But anything can be said in there. There's nothing. And you don't know where anybody's. You don't know where complete it's anywhere in an, the world, right? Complete anonym anonymity or anonymity. Yeah, anonymity. I sent him to college, except for a <laughs> voice. But even now, voice is getting into it because people are putting voice modulators on. Are you kidding? So you sound a bunch like... of. But there's a. I mean, no one uses it for security reasons. People make it doesn't make their voice sound like a girl voice. Is what most guys are doing. See, I would sound like Harvey Weewax. <laughs> You don't know who Harvey Weewax is. Google it. People think I'm like 30 in the game. Because <laughs> your voice is so deep. I think your voice mm-hmm. is deeper deeper than than my voice now. Mm-hmm. So how long do people stay in that thing? Are there locals that stay uh, in there? I mean, what do you do? Because there's no game, right? Mm-hmm. It's all just... It's just society. It's just a virtual society. There's rooms in the game built for sleeping. People will sleep with their VR headsets on. Are you kidding? People will go to bed... Do you find just a body laying on the ground? <laughs> yeah, I'll run up to them and yell in their ear and they get really pissed. Yeah, that happens. And what's now they have leg track leg trackers, so now you get a full body with hands being uh, visualized and your feet, so you can do a full lay down and people can know the exact what your body is being articulated by. And pe- there's like rooms where people all sleep together. Well, it's just community it's sleeping. Just sleep. Sleep. Not yeah, not that <laughs> not <laughs> Not there's rooms for where people congregate and sleep together. Some guy Not, does a talk and, show in there, or did right? Isn't that what you were saying? I don't know if he does it anymore. It was back when the game was super. There was like three hundred people in the game. That was like two years ago now. Now I don't know if he does it anymore. I got into it. I was in the video in yeah. the background, walking around as a big fat guy with a black tongue. You still do you still have that character? Yeah, <laughs> they haven't taken it. They've. The original world where they put it is gone now, and I know the secret place to go to find it, so no one else can... If someone finds it... Sounds like an Easter egg, kids. Yeah. Sounds like an Easter egg. If you can find mine, if you can find the big, fat clown guy with the big black tongue, I will be amazed. He's dug in there. You have to go back like two years in Worlds and like go into a secret portal. It's hard to find. Are there themes that develop in there, like... Seems like sometimes when you go back to games, like people will all be into one thing, like a uh, tag or like I don't know. The, the, some of those online games, they'll like remodulate themselves as like community jokes. Is that stuff mm-hmm. happening there? I mean, the worlds, the worlds can be like anything. It's, I mean, it will change with the the new times. People are constantly putting in new and new, newer and newer worlds. Like, uh, has the resolution improved at all? Have you seen? Uh, that's, so, 
resolution, no, because it's all based on your headset or your screen you're playing yeah. on. But in terms of like how much better the graphics are gone, not incredibly better. Actually, they actually took like a step down when the Oculus Quest came out. They ported it to Oculus Quest. Oh. So there was a bunch of stuff being like uh, restricting how detailed things can get. So it's, it's a all run. Oculus, right? They're, they're like, no, it's on Vive. It's on everything. It's on PSVR gets in there too? Not PSVR. It's, it would... I guess it could it could actually be ported to PSVR now. If they're doing through the Oculus Quest, they can do it through PSVR now. The only thing I'd be worried about is... is Probably plays. all the branding stuff. There's no way Sony could That's dip, dip their finger true. in that, that sewage pit. That Yeah, that whole... Yeah, they probably couldn't. I didn't think about it from that point. That... No, but the worlds are constantly being improved. And a couple, like a week ago, I went into a new world where some random guy made this world for no money. He didn't expect any money to be out of it. There was nothing. He didn't get paid to do it at all. He made a horror map where it was the most advanced one I've ever seen, where they he figured out how to make, like, heads track you. I would walk down a hallway, and then, like, these fake heads would poke out, and then they'd track you down. It'd be terrifying. Figured out how to be like, if I look this way and then look around behind me, the stuff disappears. I look back on something in front of me. And it was terrifying. And that was not there when I first joined the game. It, like, that technology, people are getting smarter and coding better. Yeah, advancing, it. huh? Yeah, there's more advanced people in it now. Moving the needle of VR. So everybody in there is a different age. Is that ever weird? Like, is the only way to tell, basically, by you hear somebody's voice? Yeah, pretty much. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah. It's it's weird. You'll you'll go the age thing. It it just depends on what you're talking about. People can fool that really easily. Now people are starting to fool gender really easily by people trying to lower and heighten their voice. Yeah, it's very. It could be anyone you're talking. It's Ready to. Player One. It's really going there. Mm-hmm. So that knowing you've been in there. Um, would you let your kids play that game? No. <laughs> not, not... No? No. The what's, what's, What scares me is my little cousins are want want the Oculus Quest. Yeah. And now it's ported to yeah. Oculus Quest. And now they know that I've talked about before. And they so they're gonna, cannot get they're on. Gonna, they're going to wonder, yeah. They're not going to be allowed. Because the amount of dumb stuff I've heard with, like... Like the 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 when everyone thinks about VR chat, and they think about the really bad stuff that can go on because complete complete freedom. I have not experienced. I have experienced it before, but it's very. It's not on the level that anyone is thinking. It's very rare. Yeah. It's really interesting how rare it ever gets to that point. But there's always the risk and letting a kid talk to someone who they know nothing about is it's creepy in general just through uh i would say wait till they're 17 17 so wait till they got some sensors up there that yeah. say this person is a freak yeah that that level it's a good choice that's a good choice all right this is this is the so this is the first podcast series with psycho comics and killjoy we're going to cover some Youth, the youth view versus the the parent view here with a few episodes. Is there any topics you're you're look you'd like to cover here? Any topics? Like, Dad, uh, why did you let me play these games? No, not in that sense. I, 
I grew. I feel like I grew up fine for what happened. For the way I grew up, I don't feel like there was any that big problems. I think I was smart enough to stay away from the bad stuff. Yes, I think you were. All right. So long, episode one. This is Killjoy and Psycho Comics. And we won't be back for a while because we're off to Japan. Maybe we'll record some audio podcasts from Japan. And uh, where's the most exciting thing you want to see in Japan? Akihabara. What's an Akihabara? The anime central of the world. Anime central of the world. All right. Maybe we'll do a podcast from Akihabara.